This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This just in. New video of the shooting of Lady Gaga's dog walker. Concern across the USA. Is dog walking getting to be too dangerous? Then the new Fresh Prince of Bel Air. This is a story all about how my life. Prince Harry, as you've never seen him before, goofing around with James Corden. <laughs> and FaceTiming with Megan. Plus, can you believe this accused Capitol rioter is an ex cop? Look what he did to his fellow officers in blue. Then, New revelations, how they rescued Tiger Woods from the emergency team that extracted him from the wreckage. Chops down the side and then we were able to get him off. And mysterious deaths of all these elderly ladies. There were some things that just didn't seem right. Are they all the victims of a serial killer? Then, get me to the ball on time? She walks out of the wreckage in a ball gown and off she goes. That girl led the seer. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The dog walker shot when Lady Gaga's French bulldogs were stolen is said to be in stable condition today, while the search continues for the pooches and the shooters. The incident has sent shockwaves through other owners of the breed who are now taking extra precautions to protect themselves and their pets. New surveillance footage reveals more disturbing clues to the shooting of Lady Gaga's dog walker. You can see dog walker Ryan Fisher fighting with the two assailants as they try to snatch Lady Gaga's three French bulldogs. Another camera shows the horrific moment when the dog walker is shot. The gunmen grab two of Lady Gaga's French bulldogs and speed off in a four-door white Nissan Ultima, leaving the dog walker wailing in agony over his wound and the theft of the dogs. Today, questions are being raised about the pop star's $500,000 reward. Reportedly, no questions asked for information about her stolen dogs, Koji and Gustav. Retired LAPD Sergeant Cheryl Dorsey. Well, Lady Gaga says there's no questions asked, but robbery homicide will certainly have some questions because a man was shot. There's also concern that Gaga's enormous reward will encourage other dog nappers to target French bulldogs in hopes of a big ransom. Gunshot victim Ryan Fisher posted photos and videos on social media with Gaga's dogs. That was so good. Did they make him a target? They weren't people who just happened by and saw him with three bulldogs and decided that I'm going to take them because here they are. They went with some specificity 
in creating, in committing this crime, I believe. The shooting of the dog walker and other recent dog nappings have French Bulldog owners on high alert. Some owners say they will no longer be walking their dogs at night, and others are looking to carry concealed weapons permits. French Bulldog owner Robin Labode has four French Bulldogs. I feel there's a need that we need to protect ourselves. Robin is so worried she's learning jiu-jitsu to defend against any attackers. You turn around, be ready, he's coming back, and turn your hip. There you go. Do these moves really help you feel more safe when you're out and about walking your dogs? Not only does it make me feel safe, but confident. Today, the family of the wounded dog walker issued a statement saying, Ryan is receiving extraordinary care in the hospital right now, and his doctors expect him to make a full recovery. We also want to thank Lady Gaga, who has shown nothing but nonstop love and concern for Ryan and our family. Today, Lady Gaga's father called what happened appalling. A surprise guest on last night's Late Late Show with James Corden as Prince Harry popped up in a double-decker bus. He took a tour around Los Angeles and gave a rare glimpse of his new life. It's Prince Harry as you've never seen him before, taking a double-decker tour around L.A. with James Corden. First time I've been on an open-top bus. Is it really? No. Not really allowed to. Harry is totally charming as he partakes in afternoon tea. James, you've got carpool karaoke. Yeah. Maybe I can do English tea on the 405. English tea on the 405. Why not? Get it on Netflix. An absolute winner. That'd be cool. The Queen may not be amused with his language, though, as they encountered freeway congestion in L.A. Winkler. I guess tea on the 405 is not a good idea. Next stop on the tour, the house featured in the popular 1990s Will Smith sitcom, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Do you remember the song? Now, this is a story all about how man life got flipped and upside down. Now, take a minute. And sit right there. Sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel-Air. Look at you! Corden tries to convince Prince Harry to buy the house, so he FaceTimes Meghan Markle to get her on board. Hey, Meghan. I've got to talk to you about something quite serious, okay? Tell me. I think this is where you should live. I don't think there's anything cooler. I think we've done enough moving. During the call, Meghan reveals her private nickname for Harry, which we're hearing for the first time. Has, how's your tour of LA going? Has? I didn't know what you were calling you has now. No, you're not my wife, so. <laughs> we spoke to Sasha Robin, who met Harry when he went inside to use the bathroom. Sasha. Sasha's parents own the famous house. Seeing the Prince of, uh, of England come as a, to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air house was definitely uh, very exciting. Things got personal as Prince Harry shares the moment he knew Meghan was the one. The second date, I was starting to think, wow, this is pretty special. Why? Where did you go? Because we just... It wasn't so much where we went, it was just the fact the way that we, we hit it off with each other. And we were just so comfortable in each other's company. He also talks about their historic decision to leave the UK and settle in California. It was never walking away. It was, it was stepping back rather than stepping down. Right. Um, you know, it was a really difficult environment, as I think a lot of people saw. We all know what the British press can be like. 
and it was destroying my mental health. I was really? like, this is toxic. Yeah. So I did what any husband and what any father would do is like, I need to get my family out of here. Harry also reveals he watches the TV series, The Crown. It's fictional, but it's loosely based on the truth. It gives you a rough idea about what, what that lifestyle and what the pressures of putting duty and service above family and everything else. Harry also revealed that Archie's first word was crocodile. That's right, three syllables. Pretty impressive for a toddler. Now, at first glance, you might think that this is another joke in the tradition of that old Donald Trump baby balloon. But this golden statue of the former president will be appearing at this weekend's conservative political action committee meeting at which he'll be speaking. And as Stephen Fabian tells us, it immediately sparked a very mixed reaction. It's Golden Boy. That's so cool. A gold statue of Donald Trump in a Stars and Stripes bathing suit and flip-flops is wheeled into CPAC, the conservative convention where Trump is set to make a big speech. The Golden Trump is meant to be a tribute, but it's being ridiculed today with some comparing it to the Golden Calf from the Ten Commandments. Blasphemers! I cut up with the artist Tommy Zegan from the convention floor. Why is he wearing sandals and a bathing suit? Basically, he should be on the beach somewhere retired. Also there, CNN's Jim Acosta. Not such a warm welcome from the conservative crowd. Ted Cruz got a friendlier reception. The Texas senator made a joke about his Cancun fiasco. Orlando is awesome. It's not as nice as Cancun. In Sunday's speech, Trump is expected to announce plans to run for president in 2024. And get this, Mitch McConnell, who blamed Trump for the Capitol riot, says he'll back Trump if he gets the nomination. Would you support him? Uh, the nominee of the party? Absolutely. Meanwhile, we're seeing disturbing new body cam footage from the January 6th assault. Can you believe this guy is an ex-cop? His name is Thomas Webster, and he's hurling abuse at D.C. police officers. He attacks them with a metal flagpole and then charges, tackling one cop to the ground. He even tried to forcibly remove the officer's face shield and gas mask. 54-year-old Webster retired from the NYPD in 2011. Ironically, he was assigned to protect the mayor of New York and other city officials here at City Hall. Webster has been charged with assault. His attorneys say he was acting in self-defense. And the Bidens today traveled to Houston to see firsthand the devastation wrought by that brutal winter storm. The first lady put care packages together at a food pantry while the president was briefed on the recovery efforts. In other news today, Tiger Woods is continuing his recovery, having been moved to Cedar sinai Hospital in Los Angeles. And the firefighters who helped rescue him from the wreckage are speaking to Inside Edition about how they saved Tiger. She's the woman who led the rescue squad that cut Tiger Woods from his wrecked car. Our primary concerns were finding a way out and making sure that there was no further injury to him. We took a hard look at the car, made sure that we had multiple plans. L.A. Fire Captain Jeannie Barrett and her team are now speaking to Inside Edition about those harrowing moments. I was very surprised that he was alive. Really? 
Yes. When they arrived at the accident site, the squad found Tiger still trapped inside the wreckage, pinned against his seat by the steering wheel. The rescue squad showed me how they used a fire axe to smash the windshield and pull Tiger free. What you basically do is slowly chip away at one side, cutting into the windshield. and We're right back at the edge? No, just down the right side, and then we were able to pull the windshield down from there. And how long did that take? Less than 30 seconds. It took 12 minutes to pull Tiger from the wreck. The pressure was on because any delay increased the danger that Tiger could lose a leg. You put him so he's immobilized on a on a on a, on a board on a flat board. I so see. we put him on that and then scooted him down a little bit and then uh, took precautions with his head and uh, just got him out of the vehicle as safely as possible. Tiger has been transferred from the trauma center where he underwent surgery to Cedar Sinai Medical Center about 18 miles away to continue his recovery. He's expected to remain hospitalized there for at least another week, then return to Florida. While the whole world is wishing Tiger well, three women in particular are at the heart of his recovery. His support group consists of his mom, his girlfriend, Erica Herman, and his 13-year-old daughter, Sam Alexis. Erica, his girlfriend, is a very, very supportive uh, person for both children, and they adore her too as well. Um, Tita, Tiger's mother, is often there with them. Um, it's not exactly your uh, common you know, family structure, but it definitely works for these kids. And Sam is smart as a whip. While his son Charlie has become a Tiger mini-me on the golf course, Sam prefers soccer. Now she's helping to keep up her dad's spirits as he slowly recovers from the crash. Cedar sinai has a renowned sports medicine institute, which is highly regarded for helping top athletes rehab from orthopedic injuries. When a woman's elderly mother died at a long-term care center, it didn't make sense because she'd seemed in perfect health just the evening before. Then more women started dying under similar circumstances at the same facility and others nearby. As Amber Cagliano reports, authorities now suspect it may be the work of a serial killer. Diana Tannery will never forget the moment she got a call that her healthy 82-year-old mother Juanita had passed peacefully in her sleep at the upscale senior living facility in Dallas, where she lived. Three weeks later, MJ Jennings found her vibrant 83-year-old mother Leah dead at the same facility. Both women's death certificates said they died of natural causes. Were you suspicious? of the cause of death. I just was so confused. There were some things that just didn't seem right. right. MJ and Diana say they both noticed jewelry missing. She always put her wedding ring in a crystal heart right next to the sink. And I looked in there and there wasn't, her wedding ring was not there. Mom never took her ring off. She never took her ring off. So I knew something was wrong. Two months later, Cheryl Kerr was informed that her 87-year-old mother, Glenna, had also died at the facility. This time, she says a Rolex and cash were missing. How can this happen? I just talked with her. She was perfect. What was striking about all three deaths is that the women all lived on the fourth floor. The cluster of deaths seemed coincidental, but then a shocking thing happened. A 93-year-old woman living at another facility in Dallas was nearly suffocated to death by an intruder who had forced his way into her room and stole her jewelry. 
The suspect was identified as 48-year-old Billy Shamir Mir. Police say he posed as a maintenance worker to sneak into several senior living facilities in the Dallas area. A major investigation was launched and police now believe they have a serial killer on their hands who targeted the elderly. Shamir Mir is charged with killing 18 seniors since 2016. They are all believed to have been killed the same horrible way, smothered with a pillow. Diana, MJ, and Cheryl are now suing the Tradition Prestonwood Living Facility. Their lawyer, Trey Crawford, says the facility had massive security defects and failed to install enough security cameras, allowing a trespasser regular and unfettered access. The fourth floor had a total of zero. And so he had unfettered access to some of the most vulnerable people who were under the impression that they were safe. MJ and Diana are devastated that their beloved moms died such violent deaths in the twilight of their lives. Just losing your mom naturally just to go through that grieving process, then to find out that they're murdered, and then you start thinking about her last moment on this world and the last thing that she looked at, that's really tough. The senior living facility calls what happened a true tragedy. They deny any wrongdoing and say they've cooperated with police and relied on investigative agencies who initially determined the deaths were the result of natural causes. Family members have now started a nonprofit. They call it Secure Our Senior Safety. Next, are you wearing a counterfeit mask? How you can spot a fake. It is not an approved N95. Then, get me to the ball on time? She walks out of the wreckage in a ball gown, and off she goes. That girl led the scene. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Since a good mask is especially important right now, given all these new variants that are spreading, we've got some tips on how you can spot the fakes. At warehouses across the country, investigators are uncovering a treasure trove of counterfeit N95 face masks meant for healthcare workers. So here we have one of the masks. Investigators seized more than 1.7 million counterfeit masks at this warehouse in Queens, New York. The idea that healthcare workers are out there with uh, fake masks and masks that were not properly tested or properly packaged is just something that this office finds uh, heart-wrenching. Do you guys have any N95s? But with so many N95 masks for sale, how can you tell if it's fake? One of the easiest ways to spot a fake N95 is looking at the straps. And if the straps are like this and go around your ears, it is not an approved N95. NYU professor Dr. Jack Caravanos is a leading expert on environmental health. Real N95 is very identifiable because it'll have two straps, one going around your neck and one going over the top of your head. That allows for a nice snug fit. But you can also spot a fake by the markings on your mask. The first thing you'll notice is the manufacturer followed by the TC number the approval number from the government, and most importantly, the word NIOSH, the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, the approval agency. So the next time you buy a mask, better make sure it's the real deal. And when we come back, the woman who emerged from a car crash in a ball gown. So where was she headed? A scary car crash in Miami's trendy South Beach district, but what really got attention was what the driver was wearing. It's a wild scene in South oh, Beach, wow. Miami. Wow, this is like crazy. 
Look who's emerging from the wreckage. The driver, wearing high heels and a long evening dress. Police say she slammed her sports car into a deli. The crash did major damage to the store and to the car. You almost killed that homeless lady. Like, for real. That is so crazy, dude. So, did she wait around for police to arrive? No, she did not. There she is, heading to her friend's car. She's like, come out. When police got there, the woman dressed to the nines was gone. That girl led the scene. No, she fled the scene. Picture her? Yeah, of course. The witness jumped into the police cruiser to help track her down. Is that her? Oh, yeah, that is her. Yes, it is. Yes, that's definitely 100% her. 27-year-old Sharon Martinez was charged with leaving the scene of an accident. She pled not guilty. Girl, you are out. And no, she did not get to the ball on time. No, she didn't. And when we come back, a kid who may be in a lot of trouble. Finally today, kids do say the darndest things. Mom has a quick question. Would you still love me if I was fat? Yeah, of course. Thanks a lot. Mom, you are fat. <laughs> Somebody is in the doghouse. And that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. Once upon a beat. Remember those stories and fables that would capture your imagination and you couldn't wait to see how they would unfold? And now, when you read them as an adult, you think some of these old tales could use a fresh spin. We have a perfect podcast to bring you the stories you remember, remix, and reimagine for the kids in your life today. Join me, DJ Fuse, and my trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as we spin up new tales in the New Kids and Family Podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Wondry and Tinkercast are bringing you a jam-packed, music-filled weekly party where hip-hop and fables meet. It's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondry app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondry Plus in the Wondry app or Wondry Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. Once Upon a Beat.